I feel like it'd be irresponsible of me actually in this moment to not acknowledge that somebody in this room, when we sang those, those words, no, 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 how can you want me? How can you love me? Those weren't just words that we sang, but I think somebody in this room needed to hear that they are loved. So I don't want to pass that moment without letting you know that the stories are true. It's the truest story that we live in. And if that is you in this room, don't miss the chance this morning to step into that love. That's not what I plan to talk about, so that's... That's bonus. Uh, so good morning. If we have not had the pleasure of meeting this morning uh, or at all, my name is Eric Butel. I'm one of the elders here. I get the privilege of being one. And uh, this morning, I'm actually excited to teach a little bit about a practice near and dear to the hearts of the elders here. Um, but before I do that, I want to go back to March of last year. Uh, something significant happened in the life of our church. Does anybody remember what happened March of last year? Nobody. Wow. That's all right. Yes, we began to meet as Center Church. Correct. Uh, and as we held our first service together at Center Church, at that same time, the elders here were dreaming and, uh, you know, thinking about what it would mean to be Center Church of Lake County. And as we began to pray and discern and dream about what kind of a culture we felt that God was wanting to form here at Center Church, one of the things that was clear from the beginning is that we wanted our people to be living in healthy rhythms. We wanted Center to be a community of people who put Jesus at the center of everything that we do, and that this would naturally be tied to healthy rhythms and practices. And it's in the same spirit that we put the health of our pastoral leadership as a high priority as well. See, I believe that spiritual health and emotional health are tied together. You cannot have one without the other. And I would say that spiritual health leads to emotional health when done right. So can I pause just for a moment and just let you know, actually, we have a pretty healthy leadership team here at Center Church. You should feel very encouraged that we have a lead pastor who takes that seriously in his own life. And we have pastors and ministers and directors that do as well. Not perfect, but they're healthy. So you should be encouraged by that. But one of the practices that the elders unanimously agreed that we would have built into the fabric of our culture is the practice of sabbatical. Now, some of you are maybe familiar with the term sabbatical from academic circles or even the workplace. It's become more popular. Or even maybe you grew up in churches where this was a practice that was done. Uh, I'm going to assume for our conversation this morning that we're all at different understandings of what that is. So I'm going to uh, teach a little bit about what a sabbatical is and a few reasons why we believe the wisdom of Scripture points to this practice as a way to care for not just the individual pastor, but for us as a community as well. So before I get into that, I'm going to uh, read to us from Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. It says, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all of the host of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. And the word used here for rested is the same Hebrew word that we get the word Sabbath from. And Sabbath is, the idea of Sabbath is kind of a, uh, in our culture, is probably somewhat foreign Uh, In the coming weeks, we're actually going to teach a little more about what Sabbath is, so I won't get too much into that now. Um, But I think you'll be surprised at how radical of a concept it actually is. And it's in Sabbath, really, that we experience and practice what Paul was saying in Acts when he said that it's in God that we live and move and have our being. And the important thing that really I don't want us to miss here in Genesis and in the creation narrative is that the first full day 
that humanity spent with God was spent in rest. See, God's plan is not for everybody to be working for the weekend, contrary to what the 80s song might try to tell you. In fact, it's the opposite of that. And they should have really wrote, everybody is working from the weekend. Because it's from our rest that we are to work. You see, rest is where we are reminded that we are not what we can accomplish. We're not what we can produce. Not who we can impress or what gifts we bring. It is in rest that we cease our striving and abide in the deep love of God. Now, it's helpful to think of a sabbatical really as a series of Sabbaths just strung together. You know, sabbatical would be this. It's a protected time away from the demands of ministry in order to rest more fully in God's work. A sabbatical is a restorative practice designed to bring long-term spiritual, emotional, relational, and physical health. Pastoring is a supernaturally sustained endeavor. And we want to create space for each of our pastors to be renewed by God. We want them to be ministering from a place of deep communion with God rather than ministering in their own natural talents. At the end of the day, what a pastor needs to be proficient at is not answering emails or, you know, logistical things about a Sunday morning or even being a gifted communicator. What they need to have is to maintain a vibrant personal communion with God and then minister out of that overflow of the connection through the power of the Holy Spirit. And sadly, sadly, there are many examples of churches or ministries that have been ruined by leaders who are ministering out of their own natural talents rather than a deep abiding dependence on God. And we, Center, we want to create, or sorry, we want our church to be a place where that is not the case. See, it's in this practice that pastors will begin to understand and, and, and grow in learning what it means that Jesus is their ultimate rest. So sabbatical is both necessary and beneficial for the pastor as well as for the church. Now, for the pastor, it allows the soil of their being to be replenished. It's about respecting your limits, loving God, and allowing him to love you. It reminds the pastor that God is on the throne, and guess what? You're not indispensable. It also gives time for God to prune. You know, just as we are instructed by Jesus in John 15 to abide in the vine, right, that he is the, the vine and we are the branches, it's helpful to use this vine uh, analogy. You know, after a season of fruitfulness, the vine is left to rest. And in the resting, the areas of disease that need to be removed become more visible. And the vine dresser, in this analogy, God, then removes these areas so that new growth and fruit will come in the next season. So just as in a season of rest for the vine, there is much going on beneath the surface to bring nutrients to the roots of the soil and allow for the vine to be healthy, the pastor is freed to go deeper into their abiding with God to bring much-needed nutrients to their soul, to then move into a new season of fruitfulness. Now, for the church, for you and I, for us, it provides an opportunity for others to step up and out into new leadership opportunities. It allows the pastor to get free of some of our opinions and allow the pastor to lead from a more connected and authentic place when returning. It also keeps the church, and I think this is very important to hear, 
It keeps the church from being too focused on a single personality. And it reminds the church that it belongs to Jesus and not to an individual. So there's so many things that can be said about this. I think you get the point. But if you do have more questions or want to know more about the heartbeat behind this practice, feel free to reach out to the elders at elders at centerchurch.live. But now I'm going to get through this. With all of that being said, it is with great joy and deep love. And on the elders' behalf, I get to announce that on May 15th, Pastor Jordan will be leaving for a six-week sabbatical. And on that Sunday, Pat, our elder chairman, will actually do a brief interview with Jordan uh, so you can get to know a little bit more about um, uh, his heart and his desires for this time away. And also how to be praying for him and for spring and for sweet miles while they are away. So you'll get to hear more of Jordan's heart then. But please also look in Tuesday's email as there will be some additional details on his sabbatical and uh, answers to some frequently asked questions that may come up as well. But the staff, I want you to know, has been preparing for this for months. And our team is prepared for Jordan's time away. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. So with that being said, will you join me as we pray? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you are a good God. God, that you love us so deeply as we're reminded this morning. Your love is so tangible in this room right now, God. And you love us enough to give us rest. God, I pray that we all would live from a place of an identity that is connected to you, that just as we are, without doing anything, that we are loved first and foremost. God, we pray for Jordan and the Brown family, Lord, that you would restore them in this season, God, that you would bring new growth uh, to come from this. And God, that you would also, as a church family, help us to enter into this season and give birth to new dreams and new visions and new ideas and new leadership, uh, whatever the opportunities, Lord, that we would learn and grow in this as well. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. And thank you for a team that takes seriously the health of our leadership. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Amen.